Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adeomi. I'm going to discuss for us the authority that Christ has given to us as believers and that Christ has abolished death. He has brought life and immortality to life through the gospel. And at the end of this sermon, I'm going to pray a prayer of healing because the full redemption that Christ has brought for us includes sin, sicknesses and physical death, spiritual death. When, you are dead, when sin is dealt with, then spiritual death is dealt with. But sin, sickness and death is what Christ has come to redeem mankind from. Like the Bible said, God was in Christ reconciling the whole world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. And that is the ministry of reconciliation. We say, the good news is God is calling you back unto himself. Sin has been dealt with. If in Christ Jesus you now come, just, you, are, you have been forgiven. You sinner that is listening to me, you have already been forgiven, just accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and your sins will be no more. And a new nature will be given to you. If any man is in Christ, is a new creature. You become a new creature because all sinful nature is taken away. You are born again. That is how Christ dealt with sin because of the sacrifice of the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. Now, what about sicknesses? That was the percussion of sin that was put upon Adam. Christ has given us power over sicknesses, sicknesses. In the book of Mark, chapter 16, verse 17 and 18, he said, These signs shall follow them that believe. Do you believe? Yes, the sign will follow you. When you believe in Christ and you give your life to Him and you are born again, you begin to exercise your authority. He said, These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? That you have authority over devils. Because devils cause sickness and disease and all those evil things. You have authority over them to be able to control things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. At the end of that verse, he said, They shall lay hands upon the sick. This sign shall follow them that believe. If you believe, you shall lay hands upon the sick and the sick shall recover. That is authority over sicknesses. Then you can lay your hand upon yourself and control sicknesses for yourself, for your family, for your members, for anybody else. And they shall recover. That is the authority he has given to the body of Christ over sicknesses. And what about physical death? Christ said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, If a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Gospel of John chapter 8, verse 51. And as you begin to exercise your and keep his saying, he says he is able to keep you alive and never see physical death. Because in the end, which is very soon, when Christ shall come, the dead in Christ shall rise again. We that are alive and remain shall be caught up with them together to meet the Lord in the air. Which means there will be believers, saints at the same time that will never see death when Christ will come and take us away in the rapture. And from that time forward, there will be no more death for we that are gone in the rapture. We are going to be changed to immortality. So, what are we then saying? We are saying, Christ, when he promised that if a man keep my sins, I never see death, he is actually receiving this benefit for the end time where he is going to take up a bunch of believers to heaven to go and meet him in the sky and we are going to be changed from physical body to immortality, to immortal body. Apostle Paul alluded to this when he said, We shall not all sleep. First Corinthians chapter 15. He said, Behold, I show you a mystery. To make you to see that at the end, he said, We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. We that are alive and remain till that end. He said, In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, we shall all be changed that are alive when the Christ shall come. It's not all of us that shall sleep physically, that is not all of us that shall be dead physically before Christ comes. We shall all be changed. And not even if that time is not even come yet, Christ is saying he has power to keep us alive just like he took Enoch away and he's still alive today, almost six thousand years ago, 
and he's still alive today. He said he's able to do the same thing for anyone that will keep his saying. That's what he meant in John chapter 8 verse 51. He took Elijah the prophet away and he's still alive today. Somewhere in the universe. And Christ saying he's able to do the same thing for anyone that will keep his saying. And that's what he said. Keeping his saying is the key. And that is what he's saying. He can do it for anybody even up to now. And in the, in the letters of Apostle Paul, when he talk about the rapture, what we classify as the rapture, in the first Thessalonians, here is what Apostle Paul is saying, to make you to see that this thing is coming very soon. And when that rapture takes place, we that are alive and remain till that time, will be caught up with them that are dead, to go and meet the Lord in the air. And that is what we call rapture. And those that are alive and remain till that time, that we caught up, are the ones that we enjoy this, never see death promise of God when he said I, I seem to keep us alive because from that day all there will be no death for us. First Thessalonians chapter 4 from verse 14 Apostle Paul was saying telling the disciples that they shouldn't be sorrowing when Christians die like the like, uh, like the unbelievers in verse 13 but I would not that you have you to be ignorant brethren concerning them which are asleep that is those who are dead physically that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord that we, he thought he was going to be alive at that time, that's why he said we, we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. So it's a comfort one another with these things. So what Apostle Paul is saying is that there will be at the last trump a bunch of believers that shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air that shall never see death physically. And that will be the fulfillment, the general fulfillment of what Christ was promising us, I say, very, very, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see that, because he knew that at the end of the world, he's going to give it to a bunch of believers. Even if that time has not come, and you believe this saying of Jesus Christ, you keep his saying, he's able to keep you alive, just like he took Enoch away, that you never see there for the next thousands of years, no matter how long it takes, before he comes. And the same way he did for Elijah the prophet, he's able to do it again. That is what he meant when he said, very, very, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Praise the Lord. And that is the faith of the end time, my brother. And I'm saying the Lord that kept, that promised that, that is able to fulfill that. In John chapter 11, he stole matter. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He is able to keep our body healthy and keep us alive. He also is able to heal this same body. Let me bring you to John chapter 11, verse 25, where the Lord Jesus came to raise up Lazarus. And while he was discussing with Martha, the sister of Lazarus, he told Martha there, in verse 24, Martha said, ah, Why know that he will rise again, my brother will rise again in the resurrection of the last day? Because Jesus Christ told Martha that your brother will rise again. And Martha said, I agree with that. I believe he will rise again at the last day in the resurrection. They believe in the resurrection of the dead, which was preached by the Pharisees. The Pharisees believe in resurrection. That there will be a resurrection of all the dead in the end. Because that was actually in the book of Daniel. When the angel prophesied to Daniel, chapter 12 of Daniel, 
verse 1 and 2 that there will be those who sleep in the dust shall be shall wake up at the end and so the pharisees were preaching that so Martha also who was a pharisee and believed in jesus christ he believed that also so when jesus christ said your brother will rise again she agreed and said i know that he shall rise again in the resurrection of the last day now jesus christ was going to tell her more than that i was going to tell her what whom he is in verse 25 jesus said unto her I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believeth thou this? Now, that is the utterance of the Lord Jesus Christ to Martin on that day. And all other people that were there were listening to it, telling them that the resurrection they are waiting for, which is the resurrection of the last day, that last day is yet to come. Christ said he is that resurrection on the last day, which means he was the one that's going to call all the dead out of their graves on the last day. And he was already there in the physical body. They, will, they, they have to believe that because they didn't even, the Jews in that generation, many of the Jews that persecuted him didn't believe he was even the Messiah. How could they believe that he was going to be the one to resurrect all the dead on the last day? They know it was the Messiah that we do what Christ was promising, but they didn't believe he was the Messiah. That was what the Jews in that day would not believe. But Martha believed that he was the Messiah, only they didn't understand what else will the Messiah do. So Christ was telling them who, what he will do. That in the last day he is the one that's going to resurrect them. And he said it's also the life, which means after they are resurrected, for how long are they going to live? Because what do you mean by resurrection in the first place? People coming out of their graves, the bones that have rotten to dry will be given a new body, a new flesh, and they will come out of their graves in another type of a, food, if, if a body. Will they die again after some disease attack them? No, he said, I am the life. It's going to keep the body alive forever. That's why he meant when he said, if a man keep my sins, he shall never see death. But when they are resurrected, he will be given a body that is immortal. And Jesus Christ said, he is that life that is going to keep them alive. That's why in the book of uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 10, Jesus Christ was declared that he has abolished death, he has brought life and immortality to light. Because it is Christ in us, the Spirit of God, Christ in us, that is going to keep us alive for eternity. That's why he said, I am the life, I am the resurrection and I am the life. To make you to see that he has already said that in the Gospel of John chapter 5, that he was the one that's going to call all the dead out of their graves in the last day. In Gospel of John chapter 5, he was telling this to the Jews that were listening that time. In verse 28 he said, Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice, that is the voice of the Son of God, and shall come forth, they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Gospel of John chapter 5, verse 28 and 29. So Jesus Christ was declaring in that place that he is the one that we call all the dead out of their graves at the last day. And he said it again to Martha in John chapter 11, there, verse 25, that I am that resurrection on the last day, and I am that life that's going to keep them alive. So it was not just a human being, it was God from heaven that came and visited mankind. That's why the prophecies of Micah said is going forth as being from of old, from everlasting. And he came and visited man on earth for 30 something years and went back to eternity. And he's coming back again. That's why the Bible says he was and he is and he is to come. 
the one that is on the throne in the book of Revelation chapter 5 and chapter 4. He was and he is and he is to come. The one that came to visit mankind for 30 something years, crucified for us, rose up by himself and took his body up and he's coming back because he went back to, his, to the position of the father. He said he's coming back and he said that's why the Bible called him he was and he is and he is to come. He's going forth has been from of old, from everlasting. When you believe that, it makes you to know that this Jesus we are following, this Jesus Christ we are following, is the Almighty God came down from heaven. If you believe it, you are saved. And then, believe that He's coming back soon. Accept Him as your Lord and Savior. And He that is able to keep us alive and never see death, is able to heal your body right now. Let me tell you the story before I pray for people. Let me tell you the story of when the Lord Jesus Christ raised up Lazarus. Remember when He raised up this Lazarus, whatever was the sickness or disease that, was, that killed Lazarus, was not even mentioned. When Jesus Christ just called Him out of the grave, in verse 42 of that Gospel of John chapter 11, he just called him, just said, Lazarus, come forth. Verse 43. No matter what kills Lazarus, whatever is the disease, oh, his heart has been this, oh, his brain has been stopped. Like doctors will tell you that right now. Or oh, if there is no circulation to the brain, or if the oxygen has been cut off from the brain for so many hours, is the body is brain dead, almost like it's impossible. That is impossible for the doctors to bring that body back to life. But not with God. Lazarus was in the grave for four days. Oh, is he been dead? Oh, of course. He, has he started rotting? Oh, of course. But when the master, the creator of the universe, called him back, the same God Almighty, the same voice that is going to call the dead out of their grace for a thousand years, dried bones. And he said, they will hear the voice of the Son of God and they shall come forth out of that grace. That same voice, the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I am that resurrection. I am the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, he shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believe without this. For us to never die, you have to believe that utterance that he is the one that shall keep us alive. Now, when he called Lazarus out of the grave four days, brain dead, oh yeah, brain dead. But he called him out of the grave. What is brain dead? To whom? To the doctors, he is brain dead. To the Almighty God, he created a new brain. Just like that. He created new bones, just like that. He created new flesh for the bones that were dried up in the grave for 1,000 years. All God said, He will call them back and their body will be formed again. The graves will be opened. The bones will come up out of the graves. And then flesh will come upon the bones. It is only God's power that can do that. Faster than any computer. You may say computer will run like a microsecond, mega nanoseconds right now. But see, the speed of lightning is faster than that. And that is when God walks this body will suddenly come back and their bones will suddenly get flesh and then the spirit will come back to them and they are no more brain dead and they will have a body that is called eternal immortal body is what God is going to give to the, those that are resurrected in that last day so the same God that, can, that is going to do that do you think it is a big thing for him to heal this body? when he called Lazarus out of the grave there was no mention of what was the sickness was he back to his sick bed? No. What was, that? Is he, what was the reason why he died in the first place? Oh, some disease, some uh, cancer, some this, some that. Now he's dead, the brain is dead, the liver is shut down, the kidney is shut down, or the heart is shut down. Those are nothing to the Almighty God. To the doctors, they are something, they are serious. To the Almighty God, they are nothing because you know, they can all those flesh could have been rotting away and left to bones. But when God called them back to life, they will come back. You know, for the new, the new body will come upon them. Like he has said, 
And Lazarus, when he called Lazarus out of the grave, there was no mention of what disease. He just came back alive, healthy, strong and healthy again. Of course, he has not been given a, a new immortal body that human beings will receive at the resurrection at the last day. He was only restored back to a physical body that he used to have. But the diseases and sicknesses eliminated for him for that time. Whatever disease or sickness killed him, that was removed. He was healed completely when he was called back from the grave. That is the same power of God that said, If a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. The same God that called Lazarus out of the graves is able to declare to you that, Verily, verily, I say unto you, in the Gospel of John chapter 8, verse 51, If a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. So you see, if you keep his saying, he's able to keep you and me alive and never see physical death. That is what I'm preaching today. And I'm going to pray for you. If you are sick, and have needed some deliverance from sicknesses. This same Jesus who said, If a man keep my saying, he shall never see death, is able to keep us alive. That means he's able to also heal your body right now. Because if he's able to keep you alive, that you never see death, he must be able to heal your body. Whatever, no matter what the ailment, no matter what the disease. So I'm going to pray for you right now. Call people that are sick and afflicted. Bring them to listen to this sermon over and over again. And as I pray over you, you are going to receive the power of the Holy Ghost touching your body. Because when He redeemed us, He redeemed us from sin. He redeemed mankind from sicknesses. And He redeemed mankind from physical and spiritual death. When you are free from your sin because of the new birth, you are delivered from spiritual death. When you are healed from your, from your sicknesses, by the authority He has given to us, they shall lay hand upon the sick, and the sick shall recover. Then you are authority over sicknesses. And He said, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. He's able to keep you alive so that you don't even see physical death. Why? Because He's going to keep your body healthy. And alive forever, as long as He's alive, you can be saved. Because I live, you shall live also. It's what Jesus Christ said. Now, let me pray for you. And I'm going to pray over you. I say, go bring the sick and the afflicted to listen to this sermon over the radio and listen to it over and over again on the internet. And as I pray that prayer, I agree with that prayer. Claim the promise of God. Claim that healing for yourself. Claim that healing for this fellow that is sick and he shall be well. Father, right now, pray with me. Father, I pray right now for all these people that are listening to this sermon on the radio waves or on the internet or on YouTube. I plead the blood of Jesus upon them. That blood that was shed for mankind. That blood that made us heirs of God, joined heirs with Christ. I plead that blood of Jesus upon them. And I command by the authority of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that the body that have been afflicted with disease and sickness be well in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I command it in the name of the Lord. He said, You shall show to this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in your heart, but believe that what you say shall come to pass. You shall love also I say. So by that same faith and authority, I command and decree in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I say unto that sickness, unto that disease that is plaguing all the people that are listening, or anybody that is listening to this sermon right now, I command that sickness and that disease and spirits of infirmity that are causing those sicknesses, leave those bodies right now. I command you to go away from them and torment them no more in the name of Jesus Christ. And I command the body that is listening, you guys that are listening to me, your body be well in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. By the faith of the Son of the living God, you are well. The word God says, you shall ask anything in my name and it shall be done. I say you are well in your body from the ears of your head to the soles of your feet, in and out, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Beware in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, feel the impact of this prayer upon your body right now, upon your spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive the healing in the name of Jesus. Say, I receive it. Say it with your mouth. Say, I receive this healing. 
Receive that healing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Say if it's your mother that I receive the healing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, thank you, Lord, for answering that prayer. Let your name not be glorified because Jesus Christ already paid for it. He said, it is written, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his rise, we were healed. So all you that are listening to me that are afflicted by any sickness, you are healed. I command it, healed. And so, you're, so shall it be in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. That is it, friend. Believe it. And begin to exercise your muscles and your strength. Whatever you couldn't do before, begin to do it by faith. Exercise it and you shall be able to do so. Why? Because you are already healed. Just say, I am healed. And take your, take your stand right now against the enemy. Say, I am healed. And begin to exercise your muscles and your flesh. And you see that you are healed and the pains are gone and the afflictions are gone. As you have decreed it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Now let me continue with the next few verses and give you some more Bible verses that gave us the understanding of what Christ was talking about. That Christ has abolished death and he brought life and immortality to life through the gospel. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 28. Let me point to Hebrews chapter 9, verse 28. And you will see here that we have to do the deeds. And walk the walk. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 28. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. So we have to look for Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Praise the Lord. If you have any question, please call 080 334 That is 080 334 You can also call our number 080 that is 080-338-69812. Any of those phone calls, somebody will answer your call and they will pray along with you. Again, the two numbers are 080-338-69812. 080-338-69812. Or you may call 080-334-36944. That is 080-334-36944. Somebody will be answering your call. God bless you. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep looking up because it's coming soon. And I say, faith will believe every word of God. You have to believe every word of God. Death is not a mandatory thing. Christ already said he has abolished death. He has brought life and immortality to life through the gospel. And in the book of Ezekiel chapter 18. Let me read that. Ezekiel chapter 18. That's the prophecy of Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 32. God was declaring that he has no pleasure in the death of him that died. So if God does not have pleasure in it, why are human beings still going through the grave? Because they are not listening to him. It's not God that is killing mankind. It is the devil that is causing all those deaths. That's why the Bible says Christ destroyed him that has the power of death. That is the devil. It is the devil that is killing mankind. And when Christ comes, he has destroyed him that has the power of death and he has given us authority over the devil. So now we are now to exercise our, our, our right and stand against the devil that is causing all those diseases and sicknesses and resist the devil. Steadfastly in the faith and he shall flee from us, what the Bible says. In 2 chapter 18, verse 32, here is what Apostle Ezekiel uh, wrote For I have no pleasure in the death. Of him that died, said the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves and leave ye. Now, God is saying he has no pleasure in the death of those that are dying. He's not just talking about the death of the righteous. Even the wicked. He says, God is not taking pleasure in it. So, what is causing them? 
to die. The devil is killing mankind. It is the devil that is causing that is implementing that wrath of God that was pronounced on the day of Adam. It was the devil that's implementing it, but God has come to restore us back to the mercy of God. He said God is reconciling the world unto himself. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. And so he has given us this ministry of reconciliation also. So remember that. Now John Jesus Christ said he is the resurrection and the life. Now let's go again and see some of the Bible verses that give us the authority as believers. Ephesians chapter 1. Now this I'm pointing out here is to make us to see that as believers in Christ, if you are not a believer, accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, just call upon him and ask him to come and live inside you and, and give you the new birth. And from that day forward, you are a believer in Christ. And then begin to exercise your rights as a believer. As I said in Mark chapter 16, in the Gospel of Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, they shall not hurt them, they shall lay hands upon the sick, and they shall recover. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 20. In this book of Apostle Paul's letter to the Ephesians, Apostle Paul was revealing some deeper things to us here. Our position as believers in Christ is what this is pointing to us. And when we understand our position that Christ authority has been delegated to us, the church, the body of Christ. And that we should exercise. In many times we, we just have it in our head without exercising it. When the enemy come against us, that's when we should exercise that authority that Christ has given to us. He's already seated in heaven. We are now to believe that we are seated inside him as the body of Christ. So we have authority that he has. is delegated to us on earth. He said, what you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. But we have to bind it on earth first for him to bind it in heaven. What you lose on earth shall be lost in heaven. We have to lose things on earth for him to lose it in heaven. So he is the head, seated in heaven. We are on earth at the feet and we are to control the earth in his name. And when we decree something on earth in his name, he says he will make it happen so in heaven. And let's see in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 20. What Apostle Paul was saying. Talking about God as what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him, Christ, from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Verse 21 says, Far above, far above all principality and power. That is, Christ is, a, is raised seated in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion. And every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. That is, we are the body of Christ. And Christ is the head over all things to the church. That is, he is head above all, above all principality and powers. And so he has authority over all things. So that we, his body, can have that authority over all things. That's what he's talking about here. We are his body. If the head has authority over all things, the body of that head has authority over all things. Now we are on that, he's in heaven. We are to know that and believe that and exercise that authority over all things already on that. So the, 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 the 24 elders in the book of Revelation chapter 4 said, We shall reign on the earth. So we are to rule on this earth. So that he make it happen in heaven for us. Because heaven rules. What we bind here will be bound in heaven so that it will be permanent. What we lose here we lose in heaven so that it will be, it will be effectual and permanent. Ephesians chapter 2 also verse 4 also continue Apostle Paul giving us the same understanding. Verse 4 said, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 
Say, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he has loved us even when we were dead in sins has quickened us together with Christ by grace he has saved and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So now we are actually seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You call it at least we are inside Christ. When it says, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit down at my right hand until I make the enemies I fools to. He's talking to Christ the head. Until I make the enemies I fools to. He's actually referring to Christ the body. We are the body of Christ. Because Christ the head is already having all the enemies under his feet. Satan has been conquered. When Christ resurrected, he led captivity captive. And he is Lord over all. But that is the head. But the body, which is Christ the body, we are the body of Christ, has to, exp- to use our faith to be sitting in heavenly place inside him until all our enemies, sicknesses, diseases, sin, and physical death, are put under our feet, which is under the feet of Christ the body. They are already put under the feet of Christ the Messiah. Now it is to be they are all to be put under the feet of Christ, the body of Christ, which is the church. And that is what God was prophesying in the book of Psalm 110, verse 1. And we believe in that understanding that we can now begin to exercise our faith, knowing that He actually has raised us up, like Apostle Paul saying eh, in verse 6 of Ephesians chapter 2, that He has raised us up together. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We should believe it. When we believe it, we are to exercise our authority on earth. Because we are in heavenly places dominating the earth. So that all those principalities and powers of darkness that are resisting us, they should obey. Because we have authority over them. Because we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And so that's why he said, what we bind on earth here. He will bind it in heaven because he is the head of all. What we lose on that year, he will lose it for us in heaven because he is the head of all things. And I believe that, I pray that you will understand that and begin to exercise your faith. Praise the Lord. This has been the Gospel Distribution Ministry, Box Office Box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona, 85050. And as I prayed for you, you are well. And believe it, and exercise your faith, and resist the devil, and it shall flee from you, what the Bible says. And keep listening, and learn more from reading your Bible yourself, and the Lord will help you. GospelDisillusion.org is our website, and you can go there and listen to some more sermons, and read some more exhortations, and send email from there, and we shall, help, we shall send you some more exhortations. God bless you.